Hello and welcome to the Conspiracy John Show, where it's not all about conspiracies. I am Conspiracy John and I am delighted to welcome you to the show. The show's name has been inspired by uh, an extremely good friend of mine and it's the word conspiracy as I'm sure many people can attest to is a loaded term and I I'm interested in the loaded terms and how they make you feel and the story about the the conspiracy John name is one which it is it's a loaded term that I have always had a, a love-hate relationship with in that I embrace the fact that I love conspiracies. Conspiracies entertain me uh, as well as not just conspiracies about reality, but like um, any sort of investigation into the nature of something i i enjoy it it's like my it's like my pastime or my entertainment or my hobby i i've always loved to look into different subjects and the world of alternative history uh, alternative physics uh, alternative medicine anything that i didn't already know or was aware of i've always i've always wanted to learn more and conspiracies are one area of reality that i have done probably more research than the majority of people i would say into these topics for over 15 years uh, beginning with looking into the nature of reality and physics i started off with string theory and moved on to ancient egypt and the anunnaki went through some david ike moon matrix years uh, developed into the spiritual side of of uh, meditation uh, into alternative health as well uh, all on this journey for years and they all kind of tie into each other in this odd and unique way particularly when you look at how the human being as a as an animal is prompted to move in certain directions and to to act in certain ways and i have always been aware of this because my background is in marketing and because i and also human resource management so like i have a a bachelor's degree in marketing and a, and a master's degree in human resource management so I have a very good understanding of human behavior as a as a seller 
and also as a manager and an employer and I am largely self-employed uh, myself and my trade is marketing and sales and they are they are my two strongest skill sets I would say and I have applied those skill sets not only in my business life and my career I have also applied them to other subjects and other topics and the the research that I have done because of my because of the the third level education that I pursued you kind of have to think in a certain way and you have to learn and you read and you research in a certain way and you can quite quickly put pieces together and I found myself putting a lot of pieces together very quickly uh, reading a lot of books and a lot of material from sources that were not um, I would say mainstream not normal not uh, socially accepted and the word conspiracy almost in it, it encompasses all of these areas because like if you're buying into the the mainstream view of the world and the 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 way of living that's promoted by the system which is fantastic as well by the way i am not a uh, i don't i don't dislike the system and i have no interest in changing the current system political financial or anything it entertains me i go about my business i live my life uh, to its fullest potential and i want to get along with everyone and this this uh this part of the conspiracy john show is going to be the fact of how entertaining some of this drama is the political or the financial drama or the the, the world stage drama and I think that it's only going to get funnier as well. Like in the next five years, we're going to have some really, um, I think it's going to be very entertaining. Not that it's not already entertaining. I've got some hilarious stories, uh, particularly one about a blue bucket that I'm going to share at some stage. Uh, if anybody had the misfortune of watching the news in the last week, I think it was probably this day or Wednesday last week, I, 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 I unfortunately managed to get watching the news I'm going to have to tell the story now. And I was with my good friend uh, who called me Conspiracy John Day One, um, Cornelius the Comic, my one of my best friends, fantastic, fantastic man. And uh, we have great crack together and he makes me laugh no end. Obviously he's a comedian, but he's a particularly funny guy. And we were sitting watching the news. The news was on in a pub. And I could see the telly. <laughs> this is just hilarious. And the story came on. I was like, oh, look, can the news is on. I wonder what they've got to say. I haven't seen the news. I literally have not seen the news in, like, could be. The last time I saw the news, it was when, it was March last year, when I had the misfortune of having it on in the background. 
with Leo Varadkar talking about the lockdowns and all that carry on. That's the last time I think I watched the news. And this this moment, I was with Cornelius the comic, and the news comes on, and there's a family on a beach in Mayo, I think it was, and there's a reporter there, and they're like, this family, they were walking along the beach one day, and suddenly they saw this blue container, and they picked it up, and on the container, it said, it was like South Carolina, USA. And I was, so I looked at, I looked at Khan. I was like, Khan, I said, there's a story on the national news about an empty blue bucket that was found on a beach in Mayo. It's like, am I, am I seeing this correctly? Khan was like, yeah. And, and I, I literally was breaking down in laughter. Like, this is what I'm saying about the nature of this. Like, the whole thing is just hilarious. It's so funny to watch. If you can just remove the uh, remove the emotion from it and not get odd at them for playing such ridiculous tricks on us. But I was like, can it's like, there's a blue bucket on the news. Just so the guy was like, there's nothing in the bucket. He's like, I said, no, there's nothing in the bucket. It's an empty blue bucket. And uh, so that was hilarious. I had a flipping jolly laugh. I said, come here, this is ridiculous. Hilarious that there's a blue bucket on the news. An empty bit of rubbish made it onto the national news. There's nothing else worthy of the national news in Ireland than a blue, empty, plastic bucket of which there are, I'm sure, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. It was like from a chemical company or something, as far as I remember. And... I found this, I was in stitches, it was so funny, it was brilliant, I was like, this is great, the world has actually gone next level, insane, uh, brilliant, great crack altogether, laughing my head off. But not only that, I remembered that, I don't know will anybody here remember, or anyone listening, there was, back in the day, on, on the den, with uh, Ray Darcy, there was a guy called Saki. <laughs> and I always remember Saki. I've got a blue bucket. And he used to go around morning, noon, and night with this blue bucket for weeks. And it was weeks, probably months, could be years even. I can't even remember for how long it went on for. But it was definitely weeks, if not months. He was going around non-stop with this blue bucket. I've got a blue bucket! He used to say, like, I just, I remember. It was just belted into my head as a young fella. I'd come home from school, put on the den, socky, parading around, in between cartoons, yapping on about a blue bucket. And I was like, were they subconsciously programming that for years and years and years? Like, because that was my age group. So, like, I'm nearly 40 you now. So, like, my age group, we're the ones that are most heavily um, under pressure to conform by society because we've got young kids. Everybody wants to be seen to be doing the right thing. Nobody wants to be a bad person. Everybody's worried about what everyone else has to say about them. Uh, you get a bit older, I find, or what I'm observing is that when you get, when your kids get a bit older and you've less kind of social pressure to conform, people go a bit more cuckoo. 
uh, not cuckoo, but like they go a bit more individual and a bit more unique. So I was sat there thinking like, like the people who are watching the news who are most heavily, uh, the people who are most heavily invested in the current system, like financially, you know, we've got young kids, family, uh, we have to put bread on the table, keep our life supported, keep our family well. And all of these people would be similar to my age group and they would all have watched Saki in the Blue Bucket. And I was just thinking to myself, were they putting the programming in just so heavily from years and years ago? And this is where it goes to the conspiracy level. Like, it were the, like it's not all about conspiracies, but if you employ conspiracies in some things, you can have a great laugh off it. So that's what I was wondering. But then, not only that, but the next level, <laughs> they moved over to Fox in the US. And the Fox people, some dude and a girl standing at the podium as they do on Fox, they were like, our colleagues over in Ireland, they found a surprise from South Carolina blue bucket. So not only was it on the Irish national news population, 3 million people, probably 500,000 people to 800,000 people watching the news at the time, if you look at the adult population of the country. So the target audience of the news and the amount of people engaged in it, even I managed to be watching it that night and I never watched the news, you know, so like sometimes the news is just on and it just catches your eye. So like the scope is huge. Uh, and it was also, so it was all in Ireland with this, all these eyes, but also in America on the US news, it wasn't, I don't know, was it the national news or was it like a, a more of a local, like, I don't know, New York or, you know, one of those population centers. But like, you can be sure that there was, you know, there's another million plus eyes on that show and they're all watching stuff about blue bloody buckets like. I mean, it's hilarious. Anyway, I, I heavily digressed there. But that story, I just found it hilarious. It's gotten less funny now that I've, I've told the whole thing again and I told it to other people. So maybe that'll be the last time I tell the story. I found it hilarious anyway. But the whole idea of the Conspiracy John show is that I kind of see, I don't see it as a conspiracy. I just see it as it, this is just the way things are. Like, you know, it's, you know, whether you like to admit it or not, the world is heavily propagandized. But that's just the world we live in. It's been like that for 100 plus years, if not longer. And, you know, that's the game we are in. You know, one of the things I'm going to talk about on the show is like the nature of reality. And like, is this just a high level video game? And, you know, I don't know if anybody's seen the, the film Free Guy. And you've got the idea of game, you've got the players and the NPCs, like Dolores Cannon talks about that as well. Like, this is just the game. And like, what, like conspiracy is the loaded word that people use for things that aren't commonly accepted. Like, if it's not commonly accepted as the... I would say the party line even is, I suppose, is a good equivalent to it. If you're not saying the right things, like if you're not advocating, for example, um, you know, normal 
medical treatment and if you're not saying that all of the hospitals are doing the best that they can if you're not advocating that you're seen as a bit of an alternative an alternative type of a person i don't even like to use the word alternative i'm trying to think of a a term you are like you're almost the view that people have of you is not the view of you're like me it's like oh you're different you're one of them like even if it like you People don't say it outright, but they think it. Oh, he, he thinks like that. He's, he or she thinks like that. She's one of those thinkers. Oh, into the into the old, uh, it's the old alternative medicine, is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like and that's with everything. Oh, you into the old alternative politics. Oh, you into the old alternative UFOs or all oh, the alternative history or like. And there is this kind of tug of war that goes on both within the people that like people like myself i'm not conspiracy theorist i'm just interested in the way the world works and i like the idea of the conspiracy john trigger word for the show because it's what everybody it's what everybody thinks is the opposite of the normal oh that's it's conspiracy like it's a conspiracy but i struggled with the word myself because when I met Cornelius in the uh, the call centre that we were in, we were talking. It was the time of the Lisbon Treaty, and I was talking outrightly to people who couldn't see through any propaganda. Like I just see the world the way it is because I've decided to look that way, and I and I don't mind talking to people about it who see it a bit differently and I enjoy it because I have fun and I have the crack and I wind them up and like I don't mind a debate like I can I can quite easily debate almost any point that I feel strongly on because the truth will always out and you can deny what the truth of the facts are which a lot of people just do because it's like, oh, no, no, they'd never do that. They'll never enact that clause in the Lisbon Treaty. No, Jesus, they wouldn't do that. That's only in there just in case. And I remember having the conversation about how they're literally, they're just going to get this in and then they're going to enact that military clause that will mute Ireland's neutrality, which they did as far as I'm aware in the end. I remember looking into it and the clause has been enacted after the five years or seven years or whatever it was. And I remember saying this laughing, saying, lads, you don't even see it. And these are young enough people as well. You know, these are like 20, 28, 29, 30. So the, they haven't fully, you know, no real kids yet, still kind of free enough thinking. Um, but once you get into your 30s and towards your 40s, you become pretty like, oh, I need to just keep my mouth, I need to just keep my mouth shut here and uh, just be a good little citizen. And sometimes I do that still, but I enjoy having a bit of crack with people because I find I just it's just a bit of fun. I like to do it with people who don't share my points of view. So people who would be typically mainstream. I like to do it with people who do share my points of view and who like to discuss uh, different areas of thought, whether it be philosophy or history or geography, spirituality. These are all topics that I'm going to cover on the show. And, but I'm just, like Alan Watts is one of my 
I look up to a lot of what Alan Watts had to say, and I really, I really can relate to the way that he promoted living life and to see life as a as a dance or as a game, uh, but not a not a game that is to be taken lightheartedly or maybe not that's a bad choice of words I, I would say you probably should take it with an element of lightheartedly but what he was saying is don't take it too seriously as in don't take everything so seriously and to view life as a series of moments of get not you're not necessarily going towards a goal but you're dancing for the sake of dancing or you're playing for the sake of enjoying the game and i like that philosophy and when i talk about these types of topics with people i enjoy their reactions uh, but i don't at the same time i don't expect somebody to share my views ever and I love that, that there's different types of people. Like there's some people that half engage and, you know, they might they might kind of skirt around the rabbit hole. Like I go all the way down the rabbit hole into, into flipping the multiverse of rabbit holes. If you could describe my level of interest and, in, you know, I'm just inquisitive in that way. And I just find it's my entertainment. I don't really watch telly or any of that kind of stuff. I just enjoy having the crack and finding out interesting bits and pieces. But some people, they they will skirt around those rabbits. They like to hear a little bit of information. So I like to talk to some of my buddies and some of my best buddies, you know, about little, you know, little tidbits of information. I might point out a little bit of mud flood here or maybe throw in a little bit of philosophy or spirituality there or a little bit of Anunnaki or, you know, some Irish gods of old, bit of, bit of Coo Cullen and Fionn McCool and uh, all, all those characters. But Pete, but, uh, but, for most people, that's enough. Like it's a little, a little, uh, just a little bit. And then for others, they they don't engage in it at all at all. And I find that interesting too. But the main reason that I chose the Conspiracy John title for the show and for myself in the show is that it's only like it's such a stigmatized word but yet i know at the same time it engages interest so as a marketeer what will happen is the people will see the conspiracy john name they look at it they say oh this is all about conspiracies it's a conspiracy john show but it's not all about conspiracies because even conspiracies aren't all about conspiracies and this is what I think I'd like the show to do, just to, like, this is creative ideas about the world, creative ideas about science, geography, history, um, spirituality, uh, even the world as it is now. Like one of my particular interests is that like I have some health um, initiatives that I will hopefully be reigniting in the next couple of years. Um, I think there's a there's a there's a great way for all of us to 
this world is here for us in my view to create something special and we've come from a world like a, to briefly touch on some of the alternative history in my view we've come from a world that was not actually very free and this is what i'm also going to talk about in the show in my view the world that we came from in the last couple of hundred years is not all this love and light and free electricity and free energy uh, that everybody sorry that not everybody that many people are saying we came from the world that we lost this tartaria this empire of rus atlantis and um, whatever you want to call it 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 wholly destroyed itself for reasons that you can only assume were hardly aligned with their their highest good that that level of destruction that occurred in this place now that everything is covered in mud and sand and dirt and soil and bogs and liquid or uh, solidified concrete and mudstone and lava as well probably but like this whole world was literally from what i can see fully built out there wasn't much left to build on megastructures everywhere those megastructures have turned into degraded buildings which now look like rocks and mountains and various levels of development in different places around the world um, but none of it from what i can see was particularly beneficial to the human spirit from what i can see the world that was destroyed was a brave new world kind of a world a highly technologically advanced probably high level genetic engineering um you know manipulating like really like creating technology that is almost like i use one of the comparisons in the buried ireland series uh to like t1000 type of technology like i with this show some of the topics that i'm going to go and discover or discuss are going to be as far out there as you can imagine like um and i want to push the boundaries because this is just a thinking exercise this is a bit of fun this is candy for my mind this is fun for me and i like having the crack with this and the world that we have now is more special than i think that anyone has yet to realize that we have come from a world where we literally had no freedom where the level of programming was so deep that we had no escape like i'm going to discuss brave new world in one of the shows the book by aldous huxley like at the moment we have the opportunity to step back from a certain way of life and i think in the past that opportunity not only did it not exist i don't think it was even accessible uh, except to a very 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 small minority and where this human species this current like this avatar that i'm in where did we come from how did we get here like there are also questions we're going to be discussing and i think that there's an opportunity even though we're blinded in this world by non-stop fear like it's smoke and mirrors from what i can see to a large extent 
I think that from what I can see, this world is here to make w- make what we will of it with a level of freedom that, look, there's always going to be rules. And I think there probably has to be rules because large segments of the population of the world would be very unruly without rules. And the rules are not necessarily always coming from a bad place. It's not that I'm promoting any mainstream system uh, or government or political agenda. What I'm saying is that I feel personally that this simulation that we're in, this world, this place, that I think that at a higher level, there is a very, very strong goodness and a wholesomeness that runs through a lot of the world. Even though on the telly it looks like there might be a lot of strife and conflict, in my local area and my local community, you know, the world has probably never been safer um, than it has in the last hundred years, if you know what I mean. And I think that the opportunities are there for us, particularly like as we move into this more technologically oriented stage, which is coming, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but what is a bad thing is when technology becomes, would I say, dangerous in the hands of the user. Not that it will become self-aware like Terminator style, but that's also a possibility, I suppose, because it's all nature at the end of the day. And if all consciousness does come from like a higher being or a divine power, like if there is a oneness to everything, then the technology is the same as the tree. The minerals in the metal are the same as the minerals in the tree. They're same as the minerals in our bodies. And it's all one. And I think there's an opportunity in this world, this world where nature has combined and covered an old, highly technologically advanced world. I think that that's almost like a a metaphor uh, or a, is the word a metaphor? I suppose it is like a metaphor for the nature retaking the technology, but merging with the technology that where we are going we have a chance to be responsible this time and to not go to the lengths that we were at potentially before in the past and in the old world. So those types of thoughts and those types of topics are going to be discussed as well. So with that, I'm going to leave the first one here. This has been Conspiracy John on the Conspiracy John show where it's not all about conspiracies. And I look forward to talking to you again.